Hello and welcome into the CG Business Advisor, brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed our previous episodes. Can't believe there's been 25 of them already. If you've missed any of them, be sure to head to cgteam.com or you can find the CG Business Advisor wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Give us a like, follow us, leave a little review as well. It helps us grow and we hope to continue to keep giving you incredible information here from our expert guests that we bring along. Like today's guest, Christopher Frey who is going to join us to talk about crowdfunding. He is the founder and president of Crowdfunding NJ. Chris has significant experience in the entrepreneurial, startup, and growth company business community. With more than 25 years of progressive experience, he's been able to significantly impact profitability and growth objectives for organizations that he has partnered with. Chris, thanks so much for giving us a couple minutes here on the CG Business Advisor, and let's just jump right into it. What exactly is crowdfunding? Uh, Great question, Scott. Um, It's been around actually for well over 100 years, maybe longer, Um, but it's a process where uh, an activity or a charity or a business, in this case, uh, gets funded uh, by a large number of people contributing, you know, relatively modest amounts of money. So how did this get started? In terms of uh, what, we're, what we're doing today with equity crowdfunding? Well, just in terms of crowdfunding in general, like, like how has it evolved? Like what, sure. how did it come to be? I'll, I'll just, I'll give you a little uh, anecdote or whatever. On, on our website, one of the, uh, you know, one of the uh, back pictures is a picture of the Statue of Liberty. And of course, it's, it's a great, Obviously, it's a great picture in and of itself, and it's off the Jersey shoreline there with Jersey City in the background. But a, an interesting fact is that the base for the Statue of Liberty was crowdfunded. Um, way back when the French were donating the statue and they were figuring out where to put it, uh, the decision was made to put it, you know, put it on Ellis Island out there or the island right next to it. Um, but they needed to build the, the base for it. And, uh, and all, all the uh, contributions for building that base came from uh, you know, really residents of New York City and New Jersey, and they were contributing, you know, pennies. Hmm. And, uh, and that's how the base got built for the Statue of Liberty. So, uh, yeah, early crowdfunding. That's interesting. Very early, that's right. <laughs> crowdfunding at its earliest, right? Yeah. All right. So how does crowdfunding exactly work? Uh, let's go through the process and uh, any specific parameters. Like, let's start from the beginning. How does this whole thing get going? Sure. Um, if it's all right, I'll, I'll give you sort of a, you know, up. Fast forward from the Statue of Liberty to today or 10 years ago and, and sort of give you a little bit of a modern, uh, you know, bringing crowdfunding into the 21st century, if you will. Sure. Um, I think that most people, if they've heard of it, uh, they've really heard of Kickstarter or Indiegogo. Yes. Those are sort of the marquee names in this, in this space. Uh, and what they do is uh, what they call either charitable based or rewards based, um, where people put projects up and they fund them. In the case of charity, it's just a contribution. In the case of rewards, you know, somebody might be trying to build, a, you know, I don't know, T-shirt. They have T-shirts or hats or some new kind of product, and they promise contributors to, that they'll get it. They'll get one when it's made. That kind of thing. So, um, but that's really sort of how the crowdfunding, uh, you know, introduced itself, if you will, to to us today. Um, what we do at Crowdfunding NJ. 
uh, which is intrastate equity crowdfunding, I, I characterize what we do as third generation. Um, the second generation was really uh, the equity crowdfunding that takes place at the federal level. And, uh, and that came about as a result of the Jobs Act of, uh, of 2012, um, where they put in, you know, deep in the Jobs Act, they put in the opportunity for equity crowdfunding. And, uh, and that's really, in my opinion, what's opened the door to what we're able to now do today. And it's, it's truly a game changer in the world of, uh, of small and mid-sized businesses. So um, at the, in, in broad strokes here, there's, at this point, there's basically four types of equity crowdfunding, three of which are at the national level, and then one of which is at the state level. Uh, and depending on what, you know, what kind of company you have, where your business is and its life cycle, um, there's different types of equity crowdfunding that are appropriate. And that that's sort of, I'd say, the 10,000 foot view of it, if you will. So let's say, you know, when you say equity crowdfunding, so anybody who donates gets a, a piece of your business, right? Yeah, it's um, I'm going to I'm going to correct you in the word donate because uh, stepping away from the Kickstarter. Indiegogo yes, story, yes, yes. Um, what's happening is the uh, the individuals that uh, that purchase or invest really. Um, they're, in most cases, they're getting an equity interest, which is a piece of stock or some kind of a, you know, some kind of a stock investment, um, although you can also do debt. So uh, and it's, uh, it gets a little tricky and it's complicated depending at the level. So we, we just sort of refer to it as equity. Uh, most of these transactions are for stock, but uh, particularly here in the state of New Jersey, for instance, we can do debt. We can do things called safes um, so that we can do revenue notes. So we're not really limited as to the type of instrument that we can offer, which is really kind of neat. But the whole, the, basically the, uh, the name is, it still holds, it's equity crowdfunding. People will invest a, a portion of, or they'll, they'll invest a certain amount of money. And in return, they'll get some kind of an ownership interest in the company. So what types of companies or any industries in New Jersey can use crowdfunding? Uh, it's really wide open. The, uh, you know, the, the state, uh, one of the things about doing uh, uh, intrastate equity crowdfunding, I'll just sort of lay out some of the ground rules for, first of all, it's for New Jersey companies and New Jersey investors. Um, and so it's really, you know, in, in this day and age where we're global, it seems a little bit quaint, but th that's the way the securities laws are written. And what happens is uh, if we can keep New Jersey companies, New Jersey investors, um, then we don't need to be complying with all the SEC rules. And that's really, um, that's really sort of a real drag on doing these kind of transactions at the at the national level, because they fall under the auspices of the SEC. Um, you need to file forms with the SEC. You need to have, um, in a lot of cases, you need to have audited and reviewed financials. You need to have the attorneys get involved. All of which is fine if you know if you're Google or Amazon or whatever raising funds that way. But for a small business that's just trying to raise a million dollars. Um, those sorts of costs and, you know, and, 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 uh, and service, uh, you know, service provider support really make it too costly to do. If we do it at the state level, we don't need to do all that. And what we're doing is we're taking advantage of exemptions that were built into the securities laws way back, you know, in the 1930s when, uh, when they were first written, they provided exemptions for the states. And, uh, and so if we can keep the transaction within states, New Jersey companies, New Jersey investors, we don't need to comply with all that sort of red tape, if you will. And that's what makes this workable for raising, you know, relatively modest amounts of money. Now, we're, 
we're capped, uh, a company raising money in New Jersey is capped at a million bucks. Um, and I don't know about you, but a million dollars is still, it's still a nice sum of money mm-hmm. in my book. Um, but uh, under these roles, it, you know, so for instance, it makes it a lot, a lot easier, a lot more realistic, a lot more pragmatic, if you will, uh, to raise this kind of money. And, and companies, they need a half a million dollars or, or $250,000 or up to a million. A, a lot of times that's a significant investment. That's just what they need to get them to the next level. So um, it really does work. So what are the benefits here now of crowdfunding, both short term and long term? OK, well, again, if I would, I'm going to I'm going to maybe give you a little bit of a history lesson. One um, my background is uh, uh, I've got a contract CFO business. I've been doing it for almost 25 years now. Uh, my clientele are basically fall into two categories, basically uh, uh, tech companies or family businesses. And in all these years and all my clients, I have yet to go into a, a client situation where funding was not an issue. Mm-hmm. You know, funding is always a challenge for companies, small, mid-sized, for all businesses, but particularly for small and mid-sized businesses, because there's not a lot of places where funds can be uh, raised. So um, I came to the equity crowdfunding really from this perspective, only because you know I was constantly seeing my clients in need of funds and the challenges they faced in raising money, because really the only, you know, the only options are, are, if you can, to get banking or to find a, a private investor of some kind, some kind of private equity, uh, both of which were not perfect solutions and generally pretty costly. Um, and so when the equity crowdfunding stuff, you know, came on the scene, I, you know, light bulb went off and I said, my God, this is absolutely what we need. Uh, and what, I, what I've been calling this is, is the funding gap, hmm. where, you know, for small mid-sized businesses uh, that have limited access to, you know, investors and capital, there's been a tremendous funding gap for you know, for these companies to to raise that you know two hundred fifty thousand five hundred thousand million dollars that allow them to grow to the next level, and and that's that's really why I came to this is uh, seeing this working in this world for for decades, and then seeing the opportunity that equity crowdfunding could provide. Um, that's what brought me here. So, uh, are there any risks to crowdfunding? Uh, absolutely. I mean the the. The overall risk is that you won't raise the money. So, I mean, in terms, I mean, it's nothing's a given. Okay, this, the best way to think of this is it's like doing a, um, a mini IPO. You know, you hear about the big, the big firms down on Wall Street and they're doing IPOs and, and raising billions of dollars. And, and, you know, the head of the company is ringing the bell and they, they get all the, uh, all the visuals from that. Um, well, this is sort of a mic. This is that sort of process, but at you know on a micro scale, if you will. So, um, what happens is you need to put together what they call disclosure documents, and it's all it's all under the the guidance or the, the the statutes in the state of New Jersey and and the regs that were written by the New Jersey Bureau of Securities. Um, we put together a disclosure package. We put together the investment documents and a term sheet, uh, and they're made available. Uh, on the platform that's part of, you know, that's part of the, uh, the offering, if you will, that goes up on the platform. Um, one of the unique things about what we do is crowdfunding New Jersey is we will do those documents for you. Um, it's because it's so important that they're correct and that there's no issues. Um, they have to be submitted to the state. And uh, quite frankly, that's part of our secret sauce, if you will. We've done this. We know, you know, we know what they want. We know what they need. Uh, and so we will take this sort of, we'll take this, uh, a relatively significant, you know, paperwork process, and and just do it for our our clients, our our issuers. 
Um, and I, I don't think there's a, a portal out there, national otherwise, that does that. But we felt it was the right thing to do because most companies, uh, if they're going to do an equity crowdfunding, they're going to do one. Uh, so the body of knowledge required to, to make these, to get these documents done and have them done correctly, uh, it just doesn't make sense for the companies to do it. So we took on that, that process. And it's really, in my opinion, the right way to go with it. So uh, you get your offering up. One of the most important things, interestingly enough, about an equity crowdfunding is the video. Um, you have to have a, you know, you don't have to, but, you know, highly recommended. I, I mean, I don't think we'd put an offering up without a video. Uh, and the, the content of the video and, the, and, and sort of the whole structure of it is really absolutely critical because most of your investors, you get them interested, you say, oh, we're doing a crowdfunding. They, they go to the portal, they, they click on your offering. The first thing they do is watch the video. Uh, and the video, you know, should be somewhere in the neighborhood of two minutes. And in that two minute span, you, you got to kind of introduce yourself, your company, your product, um, why it's going to be a success you know, why you need the money, what you're going to use it for, and then and basically encourage somebody to support you and invest. Uh, and if you're successful, the button for clicking to make an investment is right next to the, the video. So people, a lot of folks, they see the video, they in some way, perhaps they knew the company or the business beforehand, and they, they go and they click the invest button. And, and then the whole investment process uh, from the investor's perspective is, uh, is done in about five to 10 minutes. And, uh, and it, it's, it's truly that easy and straightforward, but, um, but a lot of investors, particularly, you know, the, the, the magnitude of the investment that they're making is also, uh, you know, you're not talking about somebody writing a check for $50,000 or, you know, $100,000 uh, in the state of New Jersey, any resident can invest, but they're limited uh, to $5,000. Okay. So for someone that's coming and this, this, gets to what I talked about earlier with the crowdfunding, and that is it's a large amount of people uh, you know, providing relatively modest amounts of money. So someone coming in, they like what you're doing, they, they, they wanna support it, they, they, they like the idea, they think it's gonna be a winner. So maybe they choose to invest $1,000, $2,000, um, unless they're an accredited investor, which I can talk about later if you want, uh, they can only go in up to 5,000. But as a result, you know, the decision to make an investment like this, you know, you don't need to, you know, spend, you know, days pouring over documents and calling your accountant and your lawyer. In a lot of cases, it's, you know, it's a weekend away or something in terms of the magnitude of the number. So the, the idea of making an investment is, is not as involved as it might be for a larger one. So um, the point of departure, I guess, is, is there risk in doing this? That really, the risk is that you won't be successful and that, uh, and that we have to, you know, at the end of the, the time period, we have to close the crowdfunding and return uh, the, uh, the early investors' money. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Uh, where can New Jersey business owners go if they want to find out more information uh, or just to get started with crowdfunding? Uh, I send them to my website, which is crowdfundingnj.com. Um, and uh, we are, at this point, the only, uh, we're the only authorized and registered uh, equity crowdfunding portal in the state of New Jersey. Um, the website's designed to be informative. So the, you got to, if you spend, you know, it's a little bit dated. So, it's, you know, it's not, it's not your up-to-date stuff, but there's a lot of, if you're, if you're willing to go through it, there's a lot of information at sort of the 10,000 foot level that gives people a, a good idea as to what it's all about and how it works, the rules, you know, the caps, the, the idea behind the investors. Um, and then if they have a business and, the, and they're interested in pursuing it, 
there's a button on there that we say uh, for raising funds. And what happens is you, you click through that and then there's a short form. It's about one page uh, that where we ask you for some information about your company. Um, we don't ask for your secret sauce or you know any 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 secret IP stuff, but we we need to get a sense about the business, where you're at, um, you know where you've been incorporated, and, and just some topside stuff. And from that, we will then we will schedule a follow up. Uh, usually, it's a phone call uh, that starts the process with with a company. And and we'll know. I mean, we've been I've been doing this for a while. We know pretty quickly whether this makes sense for a company or not. And uh, and that's what we're trying to do. It, it's uh, you know if, if it makes sense and it looks like a good fit, we, you know we can move forward to the next step. But in some you know and in, 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 I won't say a lot, but in some cases it doesn't. It, a lot of times it's really too early. Um, if folks th- they have an idea and they think oh let me crowdfund this and 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 hopefully in a relatively nice way you say look it does look like an interesting idea, but I think you'd be better off if you if you did a little bit more on your own to gain some traction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then come to us because uh, one of the things I, I've never, people are smart and, you know, people look at stuff and if they see that this is really just somebody's idea on the back of a napkin, they're going to know that. And it's going to be, it's going to be more difficult to raise funds. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, crowdfundingnj.com. Christopher, thanks so much for the information. Great stuff. And uh, we look forward to seeing more. Great. Well, thank you. I enjoyed talking to you, Scott. Once again, thanks to Christopher Frey, founder and president of Crowdfunding NJ. Chris is presenting a free webinar for CG Tax Audit and Advisory on September 16th at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, discussing all the essential aspects of crowdfunding and why the concept is redefining business funding. For more information and to register, visit cgteam.com slash cg-webinars. Again, cgteam.com slash cg-webinars. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode here of the CG Business Advisor, available wherever you get your podcasts from. New episodes release on the 1st and 15th of every month. We'll talk to you next time right here on the CG Business Advisor.